Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Let's go. Let's get this fucking shit started. Fuck you guys. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Uh, Episode 134 of the Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you live and uh, I'm one of your hosts, Tom Parker, joining me each week are Stephen Bostowitz. It's a power play goal, Bill Fougere. Nick Larita. Why didn't you guys tell me I sounded like shit last week? Oh my god! How do? It, what, what? No, I asked, and Steve said, "No, no, you, you sound great for you." Yeah, exactly. Ugh, I will, I will never leave my microphone home again. Again, I'm just going to put a microphone in my bag so I always have it while I'm traveling. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure I, the fives of people that listen understood. <laughs> Uh, I hope so. I hope so. It was it was tough to listen to me last week. I got to uh, tell you. In general, now you know what we feel like every week. No, <laughs> is that right? It's yeah, it's, it's only been a hundred and only been one hundred thirty five episodes. There you go, Dill. <laughs> Good Lord in heaven! <laughs> one time that one. <laughs> oh, we love you, Tom. Uh, you got that quicker than fucking one of Nick's impressions. That was great. Right. All three of us were trying to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, I all right. So I I gotta know, Nick. Are are we gonna continue what we did last week at impressions, or do we have something new that we're gonna do this week? We said we would try one more week because you guys said oh, let's try it again. Christ. So all right, oh, God. yeah, it's, it was hey, a you, good idea. You fucking asked for it. Try. No, it. you're right. I, it, it it was. We better understand. We yeah. better understand the game. I think we're a little bit more prepared. Although I don't think, again, Billy's going to be very much help this week. No, no, I these brain teasers are not my thing. <laughs> give me a give me a good math question. <laughs> yeah, that that's what our listenership wants. That's, that's what everybody wants. Question. To just rock him right through the roof on the, the <laughs> viewership do, from that. I'll do a different math podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is another one. All right, let's uh let's take a spin around the NHL real quick. Uh talk about some topical things. Um David Perron thing, I think that was right on. I mean, two-handed slash to someone's face, I think should yeah. get you a five-game suspension. Yeah, that's not good. It's a bad look to to do that. Obviously, I, the biggest problem I have with that whole play is aside from, you know, the crotch to the neck, uh is the whole fact that, like, I don't get it when someone's down, face down, and they're, like, out. The players just don't recognize it, and they fight around the guy. Like, come on, man. You got to fucking know, like, like there's a couple of guys almost fell on him in that scrum. I mean, I don't know if it would have done any more damage, but he was he was out. Uh, so, you know, he fucking deserves I didn't, it. Uh, yeah, I didn't think that the hit on Larkin was all that bad. I just it thought didn't it look kind of no. It it, it no. just didn't look like it would result in that. Yeah. Just right. Him out. It was more of like a punch to the jaw that like caught him, and he was going down. The player was was I think coming forward, and it just fucking just timing just happened. Yeah. But good for fucking David Prawn to take exception to that and stick up for your fucking teammate, regardless uh, if it was yeah, stick up for your teammate. But he didn't <laughs> get the right guy, which is not good. yeah. He oh didn't. wait, he didn't. He did stop it. Cross checking the head, the right guy. Oh, he just went for somebody. Was first guy, first guy he saw, he went for a you know nasty cross check to the neck. I don't That's know, it. dude. It's his fault for wearing the same jersey. <laughs> I guess so. Shame on that guy. 
he really didn't get the same the right guy. He didn't, he, he didn't oh, de- no. try to decapitate the right guy. At, yeah, at least I can say for Jacob Truba, he always tries to decapitate. Oh. You know, he knows who his target is. Yeah, here I was trying to defend David Perron. My bad. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, are are the San Jose Sharks not as bad as we thought they were? Who are the San Jose Sharks? You don't know who they are. They I don't they know. play a, across the harbor or the bay from San Francisco. Oh, okay. It's a suburb of San Jose. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you didn't know that. Oh, well, now you do. I was unaware. Fuck. Or or is it just you know timing and the way just shit's playing out right now? Because we had them pegged for an all time record, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. no 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 team is as bad as we thought San Jose was. No team <laughs> has ever been that. So. Very true. I mean, uh, in, in fairness, five of their their eight wins have happened in the last ten games. In the yeah. last, I mean, that's and you probably could, I probably could check that and see how recent it was. But you know, they were not they're not a good team. Islanders shouldn't have lost to them this past week, and, and but they did. Uh, they did. They did. They fucking did. Devils shouldn't okay. have lost to them, but, but they did. They but we all know goals on the Rangers, but they did. We all know they shan't yeah. be keeping up this pace. For the they whole shan't, season, shan't be keeping up this pace. It would be okay. shocking if they turned it around and got to 500. So, like, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that was great. The word shocking that was good. I liked it. Shocking. Uh, some uh, a couple of pieces of news that did come out, uh, in within the past, I don't know, I guess, hour, hour and a half, or two hours rather, um, is that the NHL All-Star Game now has a little bit of incentive attached to it. And this is to the player, right? This is not to the team. This is just the player who accumulates the most points. Because it's the skills competition, yeah. right. Yes, the skills competition. Yeah. So the the um, the, the six events. Because at that uh, point, wait, at that point, they're not even going to be on teams yet. Right. The draft isn't until Saturday night. And this is Friday night, no? Uh, This is Friday, February 2nd. Right, and I think then the draft is Saturday and then the game is Sunday. And each player will compete in four of the first six events listed below. That's going to be a lot. Um, Yeah, this is going to be – this kind of changes the things for the uh, the skills competition. Those things usually drag, too. Like there's so yeah. much downtime in between. Well, I think there was so much downtime in between because maybe there was not enough people competing and they didn't have enough events to fill two hours. I think they got it now. I think they got more than enough to fill the two hours. So fastest skater. So that means even like oh, no. slow, I guess, I guess they only have to compete in four of the six events. Right? Go with the, the you got to give six. the whole name. You got to give the whole oh, name of the competition. You're, you're right. The Fastenal NHL fastest skater. You have the Rogers NHL hardest shot. You have the upper deck NHL stick handling. The uh, I guess these are sponsors TBA un unsponsored events. The NHL one timer and NHL passing challenge. And the why don't we just say the friends and rivals. Oh, one yeah. timers. Ooh, okay. uh, the friends and the friends and rivals passing challenge and okay. the Cheetos NHL accuracy shooting. Those will be the six events. Um, so are goalies not 
in this? So are they no, not, they're going to compete. not allowed. They're going to compete in all those competitions. How are they going to compete? I want to see a goalie fucking, do fastest uh, skating. Right. Or in stick handling or hardest shot. How, I want to see are, it. Are they omitted from this? Fuck it. They're goalies. Who gives a shit? It's still, it's still, it's still a chance at a million. It's a million dollars. Million dollars ain't what it used to be. You gotta keep going though. So after the the top, the, the those six events, Nick, I stopped eight, reading after the NHL. Oh. So. All right, after that, the top eight will advance to the seventh event, the Honda NHL shootout. So there will be goalies. Oh, there's the goalies, but they're not. They're not gonna get much. I think on this. So. uh they're just gonna go one by one, going up against different goalies and doing doing uh, shootouts. I guess, however many goals they get, who knows how they're gonna do that. But it's gonna end up being a shootout uh, to, to determine the winner of this whole thing. It's as but long as it's not goal. like a skit, like a judged event. Right, right. It's a real goal, real attempt, real. Yeah. Oh, I hope. Actually, I I should stop there. You might be right. We hope to God that they don't do that. Yeah, because it's it was is, always awful. Yeah, it was terrible, and hopefully they're not doing something stupid like that. But it seems like they're actually doing a real shootout. So, well, we will all tune in on February second to watch the Friends and Rivals um, skills competition. Um, not all of us. Well, we, listen, have, we're just show, we show have press, to. We're sponsoring. To. <laughs> we're sponsoring it. We're Bill. sponsoring we have two to watch this year. Nobody um, else is sponsoring two events except no. for us. Wait, but Mr. Big is playing at, at the at, in Sayreville that night. Who, who is Mr. Big? There's another. I, I missed it. There, I, I stopped reading after that. But there's more. See, you stopped reading there's after a, the there's NHL. An, there's an there's an eighth event after there's top six from the the shootout portion of the seventh event. This top six will advance to the last event, the Pepsi NHL obstacle course. The event will include all the skills. It will be worth double the points. First place will be ten points. Second place eight. So on. How is that going to work? So you're still not explaining to me how how the goalies how the goalies are participating in this. They're just going to be there for the shootout part portion. There's nothing else they're doing. They get bones. Goalie who stops. They just give ten thousand dollars each. The goalie who stops the most shootout attempts gets fifty bucks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And and that again is sponsored by the sponsored by Fred. I will chip in fifty bucks to that guy. (laughs) That's all we can afford. So. NHL said done. We'll do it. That that again that goes toward the revenue that the NHL has the six point five billion dollar yes. revenue. So oh, that, that fi- yeah, bucks, that fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Six six point five and fifty dollars. Put that with the rest. Uh, yeah, should yeah. we get a should we get a big check so we could just put that on the big check? Oh, I always wanted to do that. I actually wanted to receive the big check, but I have no problems giving the big check. That'd be I'd be all right. Uh, and last but certainly least is that the the Caps and the Wizards are expected to leave the DC area for northern 
Virginia. And just, you know what? Tampa Bay, take fucking note of this. Uh, it's going to be maybe just the opposite of that because they're going a team should move from St. Petersburg to actual downtown Tampa in order for them to draw fans. And this is just as an effort to draw more fans in there, right? They're moving to uh, probably a more wealthy part of town than downtown Washington, D.C. And hopefully they should get more in attendance. Um, Doesn't always work, but it's, I think it's a good idea for them to do that. Move to where the money is. Genius. Have you guys been to that arena in Washington, D.C.? No. It's basically, it's, it's, the people around the arena are just annoyed that it's not more of a shopping. It, it's just a shopping center. It's just a shopping center, and then all of a sudden you're inside an arena. It's awful. Is it? Yes. Was it built around like when when the Meadowlands was built? Like, like how new is that arena? I think, I think it is newer than that because they used to play in yeah. Landover. Oh. So it's I don't know. I think I think early two thousands or late nineties or something. Yeah, I would go along with that, Bill. I would definitely go along with that. So they went from suburbs to city and now back to suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. So it, it doesn't, I, I'm guessing in the newscast, they, they give you a lot more information on, on when this is actually going to happen. Um, but uh, I think it's I think it's a solid move for the, uh, by the uh, Washington Capitals. Take note, Tampa. Move to where the money is, and the and money I, is I not in Saint Petersburg. When you say Tampa, I think you're talking to what the Rays. Yeah, talking about the yeah, Rays. You're not talking because to the they one. had the whole thing. No, because from. listen, they <laughs> they were even toying with the notion of splitting the season half in Tampa and half right. in Montreal, which was idiotic to begin with. But the whole concept of building a new ballpark, like literally right next to where. The mausoleum is that it's cold and it smells like flowers when you walk in there for some reason. Um, and, and it just reminds me of like a funeral home. It, it's just terrible. It's just terrible. And so far away from where everything else is being built around Tampa Bay, having it in St. Petersburg is just the most idiotic thing you could possibly do. Take note. Makes me upset. Well, I hate the fucking race to begin with. Yeah, so what do you really doesn't. You're not gonna. You can go does, what? You go well, two you know fucking what? times a year. I I would like I would like to go to more and just again. This is me trying to fucking go to a baseball game, which is idiotic to go begin with. Go to a fucking baseball game. You know, fucking no, because it's such a pain in the ass. It's gonna take me an hour and twenty minutes to get there to, for the start of the game, and then it's gonna take me another hour to get home. Because how long it takes traffic. me to get to fucking Yankee Stadium or City ah. Field? That's different. That's that's your team. If this was my team, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I, I would agree with that. But not, the people in Tampa don't even want to fucking do this. They haven't wanted to go since the fucking stadium was built. I know. So exactly. why in the world would they build a stadium where the old one is? They're not going to go when they build it somewhere else. They're all asleep Ugh. by the time the baseball game starts. It's fucking Florida. But in St. Petersburg, I would agree with that. Yes, I would agree with that. Four o'clock dinner, six o'clock bedtime. All right. Um, let's do a little bit of buy and sell. And this is the one I think, Nick, you have been waiting for oh, since yeah. the inception <laughs> of 
buy and sell. And this is, you are you buying or selling that your coach will still be there at the end of the season? And well, that is, it's, I, yeah. I think we're going to have to begin with the Icelanders. Let's Lane start with Nick. Give Nick, no, I've been, give Lane Nick Lambert. a present. Give them, this is your floor, baby. It's all yours. Take it away. I, I don't even know what to say at this point because this is like – well, you say buy or sell fucking the, the game season. I understand what the game is. Well, well he didn't know what to say. I get it. I get it. Well, at this point, I don't know. It's a it's it's super hard to understand this team. I've been on sell for most of the season, and you know, right now I'm still kind of right there. I can't understand how this team is so close to they're in second in the metro at this point. It doesn't make any fucking sense, but I don't know, man. It's, you wanted gotta... you wanted this guy dead last week. What He's the fuck literally happened? Dead. Literally you wanted dead. him dead. It's bizarre, but like again, well, I'll get to it when we get to the Islander segment. But nevertheless, in the Metro Center, but this, I, I, I don't think he's the guy. I, I really don't. I think, I think that's he's the major. I think coaching is the problem. So I, I'm going to sell, but I'm just – it's a strange thing to say it when we're one, they're one of the hottest teams in the yeah. NHL. It's very, yeah. very fucking weird. So my thing on there. this podcast has been to make sure that Flyers fans, Devils fans, Penguins fans, fuck the Flyers, all suffer. So you know what? I want to buy this one. I want Lane Lambert as your coach for the rest of the uh, year because yes, he's going to fuck it up. That's yeah. a fucking. That's an atrocious, despicable position to take. But I'm taking the same position. I want Nick's misery, <laughs> so I am buying Lane Lambert as the coach of the Islanders. Thanks, buddy. Oh. You guys are so mean. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sell. I'm gonna sell Lambert. He's yeah, not a good coach at all. I don't like him. Hogwash. <laughs> Hogwash. Uh, let's let's go to uh, what I think is is an interesting team and the Buffalo Sabers. Don Granado, you know the Buffalo Sabers have a lot of good young talent, and in my and they came on late last year, but man, I thought they would have been a hell of a lot better to start this year. And I think I think something's got to be done with with Don Granado. I am selling Don Granado on being the head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. I agree. They've, they've been very underachieving. I mean, I thought they would be better this year uh, and make a next, the next step with all those, those first round picks. Um, their offense has been good. Okposa has been playing well, you know, I don't know, man, it's strange, strange uh, team over there. They should, they should be doing better, but when they're underachieving like that, I feel like he's that that's, they got to make a change too. It's it's got to be coaching when it when a young team like that is underachieving. I agree 100 percent with both of you. So he's getting sold. Um, you know, maybe just it, maybe this is a situation where some up and coming college coach might be the best fit uh, for that for that group of kids. Yeah, I think I'm going to make it unanimous. I think I'm going to sell there too. I, I think um, the 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 Sabers really reminded me last season of the devils from the year before. And I thought that they were going to make a, a jump like that. Like, uh, and I, and I think 
it's not so much what their record is right now that would bother me as much as it is that I've just not seen any uh, progress on that team defensively. Uh, and and I think they I think they do have decent goaltending there now. At least uh, Levy, you know, should should be the guy. Uh, and and that's not really panning out. I, I think you do got to shake it up uh, in the uh, in the head coach category. Another interesting one that we'll go to. And listen, a four-game losing streak during the course of the season shouldn't get you fired, but comments made during TV interviews like this guy talked about was hilarious. Um, and are you buying or selling the fact that Rod Brindamore is going to be the head coach of the Carolina Panthers at the end of the season? Bill, we'll start with you. No, because they are the Carolina Hurricanes. And so oh, I what think I he's – what did I say? You said the Carolina Panthers. Oh, geez. Um, I, listen, I have had a very, very long <laughs> day. Uh, I am traveling this week for our our, uh, our company's sales meeting, and we just had a 12-hour day, and it was very <laughs> long. Boy, are his arms tired. Very, very long. So I apologize I, for my faux pas. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I missed whatever this interview stuff is that you're talking about. But uh, Brendan Moore has been there, you know, I don't know, he's he, – I think he's safe there. I I think he's he's been there. He's been their guy for a while. Um, he's done a good job with them. I don't think uh, a little bit of a hiccup at the start of the season is going to put him in any danger. Although I must have missed whatever the hell you're talking about. They they were playing the Edmonton Oilers and they were getting annihilated. And Panger uh, interviewed Brindamore. You know, d- during the like a TV timeout, he came in and interviewed the coach. And he's like, it might as well be 50 to nothing. They're not listening to anything. I'm I'm saying, not doing the things you're supposed to do. This is not how we play, <laughs> yada, yada. And just fucking just started venting to, to Darren Pang during this interview. It was oh, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. If you're not a fan of the team, it was fucking hilarious. It's a bold move. I, I'll say that. Yeah, because uh, if they don't start to respond, then yeah, then, then this days could be numbered for sure. But how much how much leash do you fucking give him though to to get a team over the hump and do something in the playoffs? I mean, I don't know. I, I got to question that. They had injuries last year in the playoffs, which was kind of the reason Sveshnikov was out. Sveshnikov, you know, yeah, he's out again. By the way, uh, he'll be off. Is he really? Play. Yeah, he's. Oh man, we got to get Randy again. on. Holy shit! Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Happy about that. No. Hundred percent. But. You know, I, I think, I mean, when you look at their, they're, they're just above 500. They're definitely underachieving when, when to their standards, because they really were, you know, they have been in the top of the, the division for the last couple seasons. And, um, you know, it's a little more than a slow start. They got to figure their shit out. But I mean, uh, they got a pretty veteran group. I think they will figure it out. I, I think Brendan is a good coach. I don't know what's the reason behind the this kind of like lapse but i think they're more likely to figure it out than you know say like the sabers because they just have so many guys that you know it's just strange like why why this year of, of all years uh that they would just completely drop you know into like the mediocre range of the uh the nhl so it seems like they really um they should be able to course correct. I, I don't I don't think he's that in that much of danger because he's been so successful and he's been around, played there, obviously, won a cup there. He's he's a big guy in in you know 
in the, the Hurricanes organization. So I can't imagine he's going to – he'll have some more leash, you know, to go. If he had two seasons in a row like this, then, yeah, I would say then they would make a move. But if one season after all the success they've had so far, even if they haven't won a cup, I feel like, you know, it's probably not going to change anything. His his ouster will be predicated on playoff failure, not regular season failure. So I definitely think he makes it to the end of the season. Again, if they don't get to at least the Eastern Conference Finals again, then maybe you make a move. I tend to agree with all of you. I, I think his, his demise is going to be from playoff performance, not necessarily regular season performance. Um, just thought it was really funny and topical. Uh, let's go to um, – how about the New Jersey Devils? They are playing a lot better than they than they were in the beginning of the year. A Western Canada road trip will will certainly do that for your team. Um, but Steve, you buying or selling the fact that Lindy Ruff is going to be your head coach at the end of the year? I'm selling that. I I definitely think a change will be made um, at some point by Valentine's Day because I just don't. I don't believe in him. I don't know if the players believe in him. I don't know if the players believe in the system. I don't know if the players understand the system at this point. That's got to be what it is. There's no reason why so many players are left wide open in the offensive zone, especially around the net. There's just got to be some sort of reason why these players, either that's the system or the players don't understand the system. And if it's either or, it's got to change. I like Lindy Ruff as the coach of the Devils. Uh, so for I the same reason. There. <laughs> I, I would same. love to keep him there. Yeah, absolutely. A dick. <laughs> I think he's going to be there. I, I, I'm I, going to buy that he's I, – I don't necessarily think that he should be. You know, if you're asking me in my opinion, I, I don't think he's a great head coach. But I don't know. There just seems to be like a Yankees-ish kind of hesitation mm. to fucking get off your ass and do anything in that, in that Devils head office. I think they're going to fucking leave him there. Like, like they leave Boone every year to just go out and be clueless. Nick. I agree. Fuck him. He sucks, man. I don't know. How does your team go from last year to this year? They had, they have the most, almost the most score goals scored against Columbus being obviously the, the exception there. But I mean, it's, it's baffling to me. They, they got to make a move. I I can't believe they they left him in charge this long. I mean, there's too much talent on that team. They put they've just made so many offseason moves that seem like you know going in the right direction, and then they've just hit a massive wall. And you figure, you know, it's got to be the coach, man. That's I mean, you can you can look at injuries, but I don't know. Uh, Seems like a no-brainer. There are simple there are simple things. Like Mercer is having an awful season. And it also coincides with the fact that he's playing Mercer more at center this year than he has in his first two seasons. So wouldn't logic tell you maybe put him back on the fucking wing to see if you can get him going? Why leave him in a position where he's not not succeeding? Right. Listen, I want I don't want to get into another devil's conversation again like we did fucking last week. That's the last thing our listeners want. Um it's not true. Our listener, our listener wants it. They're, they're um, listening to a podcast <laughs> about a team. But is he there at a necessity? No. What's the why would there who Mercer? 
Yeah. No, not at all. He's, you know, they've got Nico, they got Jack, they got Eric Holla, and they got Mike McLeod. Those four guys should play center. But for some reason, he likes to have Holla on Hughes's line to take faceoffs. Well, let Jack take faceoffs. If you lose a faceoff, you lose a faceoff. You know, this it's not the end of the world. No, he's got to get better eventually, right? Mm-hmm. At faceoffs. Just don't let him take him in the defensive not zone. Not in the defensive zone, fine. not late in the game. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's definitely ways around that. Look at fucking Filipino if he ever plays again. All right. And lastly, we are going to um Mike Sullivan. And listen, I know that um what's his name? Your GM of the of the Penguins had that had that meeting touchdown with the, uh, with the um with the media this week and and really gave Mike Sullivan the nod of approval. He's here for you know for years to come. But I mean, nobody likes losing. What? You think you think Mike Sullivan would would leave the Penguins before he is he is let go by the Penguins? Hmm. Um, I don't think either one of them is gonna happen. I know I'm I'm buying that he's uh staying. This this shit show is not his doing, and it's not Dubas's doing either. It, it's it's just the deterioration of of a team they were trying to hold together, and and it was going to happen. And and we got to see what they do with the next step before we judge if they're completely useless or 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 the, the guys to go forward with. So I'm, I'm I, I I buy what Dubas says. I think uh, Sullivan is sticking around. You know, I I had talked in the, in the past about you know Mike Sullivan maybe not being the right coach for a rebuild. I I think he would actually be thinking about it. I think he would be a pretty good coach for a rebuild with with his systems and and the way he's demanding on his players. Um, all that said, fuck the Penguins. I hope Mike Sullivan leaves. <laughs> Me too. I hope he fucking leaves too, and he can come right Probably. to New Jersey. <laughs> He's a good coach. That would, he would actually work well there. I think he, yeah, uh, he would work great. There. Change. I think that would actually work out really well for the Devils. Can if, we uh, trade you? Listen, Nick, don't talk that into fucking Deuce? existence, will you please? <laughs> Do not. <laughs> we'll you trade you. Part, we'll trade you the happen. fourth. It's we'll wild. trade you the fourth Hughes brother. <laughs> oh no, no, you don't want that. You don't want that. Definitely we'll want we'll that. take we'll take one of the Hughes brothers. For Sullivan, and we'll throw in one of the Joseph brothers. How about that, Curtis? No, you're not. You're you. No, just no. Nice try, but no. Yeah. Kind of question. What do we do about Igor? Jesus Christ Almighty! Oh, he only gave up. Six. It's Toronto. Yeah, but he's given up four more goals in seven of the 17 games he has started this year and quick is without question been performing a lot better and the team plays better with him in that well trade him there's good there's gotten i'm not i don't say i'm not saying trade him i'm just saying maybe quick should be your starter for a little while to oh. to let igor figure out what he needs to figure out but is he going to figure it out by not play maybe he's a guy that needs to play yeah, he's like also the, really he's really hard on himself too, and I, I think he's in his own fucking head. Maybe they should get D'Angelo back. Listen, yeah, maybe are... maybe the Devils should get Tony D'Angelo for help on D. Steve, how do you like that? No, that's not going to happen. Uh, there's been a lot of talks about. I it, know, though. but it's not. And again, this is one of those things I really hope happens because I think he'd be great no. on New Jersey. No, fuck that. No, 
He ain't going there. No. Couldn't happen to a better team. All right, let's uh let's take a ride on the Metro. Sponsored by Rich Wholesome Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. And, oh, here's a shocker. Start with the pens. Uh, yeah, Ouch. we're back, baby. They won tonight 4-2 against Arizona. That can only mean things are going uphill from here. Uh, two power play goals tonight. After what? 13 two? Games, two? Two. Two. After 13 games without a power play goal, they scored two tonight. So uh, everything's great. Here we, here we come. Playoffs. It's gonna happen. Um, okay, so that was their only win of the week for sure. But, but the Penguins did have some uh, some nice uh, human interest stories. Uh, so since uh, we don't have any some, hockey some action, home, we got some good. with some home flavor. Yeah. So, uh, so, so Mark Johnstone made his NHL debut a few days ago with the Penguins, and then he was scratched. But this, this is a story that can only happen with a shit team like the Penguins. Uh, you have Johnstone, uh, who uh, graduated from St. Joe's High School in Metuchen. Um, oh, isn't that and, where Casey goes? That's where that's where my son Casey goes, and Casey's oh my Casey's the, the varsity hockey player. Um, Whoa, we're wait, wait, we're announcing this. Oh, we, we, oh yeah, we can talk about yeah. this now. They played they oh, played a couple man. of games now. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in the action. Um. So yeah. So so graduate from. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Fuck the pens. How, how has he been? How has he been doing? How's the team been doing? Well, How's he been playing? Uh, Why don't you give us a little update on Casey Boy? The varsity team is one and one. So uh, Casey's first game was uh, at the uh, Devils practice facility in Newark against uh, St. Peter's. Uh, they won that game. Casey had, you know, he had I, I think two or three shifts every period in that one. Um, didn't factor into the scoring at all, but they they won that one. Uh, I think four to two. Uh, then they went to. Uh, the next day they were playing at the Flyers practice facility, ironically, down in uh, Voorhees. And um, they lost to uh, was Paul the Sixth, I guess is the high school there. Uh, five to four. One, so one goal lost there. But uh, he's been getting the shifts, and then they got another game tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, it, it's, he's, he's definitely psyched for it and uh, holding his own out there, and, and it's going well. Awesome. Uh, I think I'm gonna have this as part of the agenda items now as a <laughs> during the during the hockey little, season. A little update him, each week. A little Casey Boy, a little St. Joe's update. Yeah. So so Mark Johnstone is the first graduate of the school uh, to make it to the NHL. No, he's not. And uh what? Didn't Carl Carlson didn't graduate? Carlson did well, Carlson did not graduate from St. Joe's. Oh, okay. So, uh, Carlson Carlson did attend there and and made the NHL. But uh, my apologies. Yeah. 
no problem. Um, and he had, to, he had, you know, he was just like a journeyman uh, uh, minor leaguer. As uh, like after high school, he played at Sacred Heart for four years. Uh, then he started bouncing around like the uh, the ECHL. Uh, got a contract a couple years ago with the the Marlies. Dubas signed him to the to the Toronto Marlies to their AHL team. And then when uh, when Dubas went over to the Penguins, he you know we we noticed that he made it a point to to bring this third or fourth line player from the Marlies to the to Scranton. Uh, played with the Penguins there, and uh, I mean the Penguins have just been decimated with injuries and uh had an opening that he filled um against florida earlier this week so um congrats to to that guy he's 27 years old just made his nhl debut um and and unfortunately was scratched tonight uh so we'll, we'll see if he gets in some more uh but that was a really cool thing um and then the other cool human interest story from the penguins is well uh, when they played arizona tonight uh arizona rookie logan cooley uh made his uh debut in Pittsburgh. So he's a Pittsburgh kid. Um, and uh, ironically, when, <laughs> when Sidney Crosby started the little penguins uh, club in 2008, Logan Cooley was part of the inaugural class there. So, so it was a charity thing where Crosby was, you know, given a, equipment uh, to, to kids who wanted to learn to play hockey. So that was literally his first exposure to, to the sport was Crosby's clinic. Uh, and now here he is debuting in the NHL. It, it's just bizarre that anything could work out like that. Um, so uh, that was that was pretty cool to see, and and in a Penguins win, no less. Uh, gosh, what a rare thing that is these days. So a couple cool things uh, in Pittsburgh, but unfortunately they're a shit team, and and there's not much else to talk about with them except for except for these fun little side stories. So who we got next? Uh, that would be your first place. New York Rangers um, for, for how much longer though yeah. out. will remain yeah. remains to be seen. Um, but listen, it's good. They're going through this shit in December. Uh, it's better than going through this, through the shit in May uh, right now where they, they need to figure things out and they need a little bit of adversity. They need it. They need that little bit. It doesn't help when you're two of your top nine forwards are out um, and maybe your, your first pair defenseman. Uh, is not playing the game. Keandre Miller missed the game tonight for personal reasons. Uh, it's kind of all that they that they gave. Um, but before tonight's game, um, they played an Ottawa Senators team last week where they got shellacked six to two uh, last Tuesday, which we which we did talk about. Uh, then they played a Washington Capitals team that has been playing very poorly as of late. But there's nothing like playing the Rangers on a Saturday night in downtown DC uh, where the caps emerged victoriously for nothing um, again, back-to-back games, which Igor Shesterkin gave up more than four goals. Uh, they, well, a back-to-back night Sunday night against the LA Kings with uh, which Jonathan quick had made makes the start against his old team for the first time uh, and plays extremely well as he has been doing all season. The team just plays differently in front of him and um, he just, He's, he is more of the Igor Shesterkin this year than Igor is. And I don't know. The, the team needs something right now. They need a little bit of, of different energy. Um, you know, losing 7-3 to three to the Maple Leafs might not sound it, – it does sound that bad. Uh, but it was a 4-3 game at the end of the second period. Rangers storming back from, from being down 4-1 uh, with a pair uh, – with a couple of late goals in the second period. 
Uh, Blake Wheeler had a pair of goals tonight. Um, but, man, there's just something off with Igor Shosturkin that I, I can't put my finger on. And it, and it's at this point right now where it can't be the team playing in front of him and leaving and hanging him out, him out to dry um, so often. There, the, I saw a couple of the goals that were let in tonight, and, and they're on Igor. And Igor is, you know, if he's going to be a superstar goalie, he needs to stop those those shots. But maybe they need to, one, switch to quick for a little bit. Uh, and two, maybe they need to inject a little bit of youth into the lineup to to just spark things. Uh, maybe maybe Brodzinski is not really the answer um, on on the on the third or fourth line that you thought he was going to be. Maybe maybe is a time to bring up Brendan Hoffman and maybe inject his energy into this lineup and, and see what he can do and, and maybe create a little buzz uh, around around the team. I don't know, but regardless, something's going to have to change. Uh, they got two days off now before they they have a, a date with the um, the. Mighty Ducks of Anaheim on Friday evening, and then a back-to-back on Saturday night in Boston against the Boston Bruins uh, before finally closing out our podcast week next Tuesday night in Toronto against the Maple Leafs. So you got a couple of of days of of practice ahead of you uh, for for Wednesday and Thursday, and then a couple back-to-back games, probably an off day on Sunday, practice day and travel day on Monday, then a game on Tuesday, you got some opportunity to really try and fix what's going on in in your players and what's going on in your system, and more importantly, what's going on with your goalie. You got to figure that out. Steve Devils, uh, like you mentioned before, the West Coast trip did treat them very well. Uh, overall, they went three and one. The one victory last Tuesday, which we talked about last week. Uh, the first victory that is against Vancouver, and then they followed that up with a win Thursday against Seattle. Very lackluster game, very boring game, quite honestly. Uh, two-one win, all the scoring done in the first period, but but it was just again very very boring game. Uh, outside of the fact that uh, Simo Nemich scored his first NHL goal, which was a very nice goal, uh, and it was the organization's first win in Seattle. Um, it upped their record to five and one when scoring first in a game. Who would have thought you score first in a game? It dramatically improves your chances of winning. Uh, uh, Saturday was a four, two victory at Calgary. Uh, another slow start. This team just doesn't play 60 minutes. Nico and Jesper living up, uh, leading the way. Um, as a side note on the season, uh, up till this point, or at, at at the conclusion of this game, the Devils had given up two shorthanded goals all season, one to Miles Wood and one to Igor Sharangovich. So it's just funny how sometimes your ex players come home to come home to bite you in the ass. Um, and then Sunday they played Edmonton. It was a situation of it was the last game of a long trip, second of back to back games, and they were playing a well rested team that's playing very well, and uh, they they fell four to one to the Edmonton Oilers overall six of eight points on the road trip. Six of their next seven are at home. Uh, So hopefully they can uh, play well with that home cooking. They need to start playing 60 minutes and we need to figure out where Timo Meyer and Dawson Mercer went. uh, If they could come back and and play some, uh, some decent hockey. All we need is decent hockey. If they could raise their level of play to decent, that would be great. 
Uh, this week coming up, home against Boston, road at Columbus, followed up the next day at home against Anaheim. So back-to-back, one on the road, one at home. And then next Tuesday, Philadelphia at home. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck them. We're well, coach of the year, Lane Lambert and the New York Islanders, Nick. Well, uh, I kind of talked about like briefly before. I'm kind of like baffled by this team. You know, I I feel like I've been super negative the last few weeks, um, a lot of the season. And, you know, the strange thing is in the last 10 games, they're 7-1-2, and two, most, which is the best in the HL in the last 10 uh, games. It's bizarre. Um, not the Haas team. Haas team would be Edmonton winning seven straight uh, in regulation, but they're 7-3. So uh, <laughs> just wild how it kind of, it feels like that's that's kind of feels like how the season has been though, right? Like they're not they have the best um they get the most points in the in the last ten games in the whole in the NHL, if you look at everybody's last ten games. But they're not the house team. And it's it's sort of like it, it it's sort of misleading. Um so I'm always I always I'm always a little hesitant with the success they've had, uh with what Lane's been able to to make the team, you know, into. Um but that said this is a current uh, six-game homestand. Uh, we're three zero and one in that homestand. The one loss being overtime loss being to the Sharks last week, where we blew a three-game three-goal lead on the third, uh, and then lost in overtime. So as a reminder, just you know, it has not been great there. Uh, but immediately after that, they turned it around with a, a, a seven to three win over Edmonton. Just blew them out of the water. Um, I'm sorry, not Edmonton. <laughs> Uh, over the Blue Jackets um, and uh, blew them out of the water. Blue Jackets are the worst team in the East, though. It's not like a big, you know, uh, big deal. But, hey, they had a rebound game. They they beat the shit out of a team right after, you know, a, team, a game where they should have basically, you know, just finished the game and gotten two points out of it. So uh, good, good thing to see them do that. Uh, and then uh, a really tough game at home against the Kings where they were down uh, in a – in a situation where they don't, don't find themselves too often this season, uh, down two goals in the third period, uh, ended up getting two goals from Anders Lee, who also uh, may have slew-footed a guy, may have gone knee-to-knee with somebody else. Kings fans were really unhappy with Lee, you know, after this happened. And he scored both goals in the third and doing things he needed to do. Um, I've been pretty critical of Lee this week, this year, because he's looked just like, unlike he, he needs to, he has, one very good thing he does, and he did it really well in this game, which is get in front of the net and out hustle everybody and work really and just make goals happen, right? The dirty goals. And he hasn't done enough of that this year. And when he doesn't do those things, his contract and him being a captain, they just don't look great because his whole thing is he's, you know, that effort guy. He always puts it forward, gets 30 goals a year, just in the dirty, you know, areas and makes things happen. Um, and so that was he, he did that in this game, willed the team back to, you know, to uh, into the back from a two, two nothing deficit, got them into the into the overtime where they ended up winning quickly with Pajot scoring like 13 seconds into overtime on a quick uh, breakaway, and uh, that was a big win because obviously we talked about the Kings on this podcast they've been really good this year, um, getting that win was a big big deal um, even if it's at home. They uh, the Kings had been on a, an 11 game road winning streak. It was finally snapped by us. So pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. 
the guy Kempe from LA, oh, man, that guy's good. That guy is fucking good. Uh, he was everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I was, I, I'm pretty impressed by that team. That team is good. They're, they could be the team that comes out of the West. I'm not gonna lie. I was, I was shocked how the good they were. At least in my opinion. But what do I know? Um, and then of course this end of this week was against the, the Maple Leafs. Uh, the big story was J- JT coming home to Bears, uh, uh, back in the, in the island with two points away from a thousand. And, you know, their offense, uh, is very strong. They get a lot of opportunities, but they let up a lot of opportunities there. I mean, some of the pundits in the, before the game were saying in the, you know, in the, in the booth versus the, I think this was on. So it was, uh, Anson Carter and, um, Colby Armstrong. I forget which which is that ESPN, I guess, or TNT. I forget which cast that is. But anyway, uh, TNT, um, TNT. That's TNT. TNT. Yeah. Yeah. If, yes. if Bizonette was on there too. Busy wasn't. So I, well, I don't. I don't know. That's that's, that's <laughs> why we would TNT right away. But anyway, uh, Toronto. Um, you know they're they're very good offensively, and and the the puns were in the in that booth were saying, you know how it might be a shootout, and it was. It was a shootout. Uh, through and through, there was defense, but man, just co- it was an exciting game. Um, and you know, it's that that team is is really fun to watch. Uh, Toronto and they they forecheck really hard, um, and that kind of generates a lot of offense for them, which is kind of what the the Islanders do. And um, it became basically a very much a mirror match watching that that game. But the difference I felt like was that they they really elevated their game and the Islanders and played up to Toronto uh, because I think Toronto is much more talented than us. Uh, I don't think that's a question. Um, but you know, even with that said, uh, it's been the Islanders were able to to get the get into overtime. They of course blew blew a two two goal lead in, in the third period. So you know it was typical Islanders win. Got into overtime. Uh, uh, Tavares tied it with six seconds left, got his 1,000th point. So good for him, gets his point, you know, sort of ending. He goes in the, on the island where he played, you know, most of his career. And then he ended up losing the game in overtime, you know, almost like 20, 30 seconds into the overtime. Um, but the great play by uh, Barz- Bar- Barzal and Horvat just stops into to Hor- to Barzal, breakout. Barzal throws it over to, to Horvat and just rips it home. And uh, kind of the story of how Tavares' career has been, you know, lots of points, but no fucking success. So, you know, I was kind of happy that uh, that worked out well for us. Um, my favorite part about the whole game, well, I sent you guys a text on it, was Biz, uh, Biz was, you know, he's a known gigantic Toronto fan and was talking, he loves to talk shit to the Islanders all the time. And he was talking shit to, you know, right after the, the Tavares goal. And then immediately they lose and, you know, just blew up on his face. And I, I was fucking loving it. Um, couldn't happen to a better guy. Fuck that fucking guy. guy. Fuck so, that guy. So big week with this uh, coming up. We got, uh, you know, four games in six days. Uh, Anaheim this week on Wednesday. And then the four games in six days is Boston on Friday at home. Montreal away on Saturday. It's so the next day. Uh, two days off, then Tuesday, Edmonton at home, Washington away on Wednesday. So a lot of hockey coming up next week. Um, it's been really interesting to watch. I didn't really mention it earlier, but, you know, Barzales had 10 points in his last five games. Horvath had nine. Dobson's had six. They've been 
the stars of the offense and they've and you know Barzi is having the best start to his season uh in I guess his career and um maybe it's because he's been moved to the wing starting to really figure it out um you know he's still doing a lot of the, the skating around you know in circles and he, he you know stick, stick handles well with all that and everything but um it's uh it's interesting to watch see how he's kind of developing to that that right wing mentality as opposed to being a cat uh, center. Um, so we'll see how it continues to go to grow and, and uh, with him and Horvat, but they've been really dynamite this, this past week really had a lot of the, the, the top lines had a lot of goals um, and helping us quite a bit. Um, and then uh, Riley has been a good pickup off the waivers. Um, Mike Riley on defense. Uh, we picked him up when both uh, Aho and, um, Pellick went down with injuries in the same game within a minute apart, and uh, he's been pretty, pretty, pretty solid. I've been really happy to see him playing well. Um, he's been playing up on the power play as well, so kind of good to see that. He's talented, and he's able to do that, deal with that work. We also picked up Robert Bertuzzo from the Blues this week for a seventh-round pick. Um, so far, so good in two games played. He's won a cup there uh, in St. Louis, played for 10 years, apparently. I'm not, not a guy I really knew much about. Um, but we also picked him up because uh, Pulak went down, and he's over on the IR, and so we needed, we're down three defensemen right now. So um, I'm not unhappy with that move. It seems pretty good so far. We'll see how it goes. Um, so right now the Isles have uh, Pulak, Aho, and Martin on IR. Uh, Martin's been seemingly day-to-day for a bit. I'm not sure how long that he's going to stay out for, but he might be losing his, his spot. Um Right now, the fashing fashings looked really well on the fourth line with Zizekas and Clutterbuck, and maybe that you know, and it's just a lot of speed that they gain on that fourth line without Martin on there. Um, so it might be hard for him to get back into the lineup when he's healthy, but we'll see. Um, and I mentioned Pulak and Aho are both on the IR. We'll see how long they're out for. Um, hopefully, not too much longer. But um, honestly, I don't know if, if Aho can make it back into the lineup. If Riley's playing the way he is, you might be able to take it back from him. You might take it from him. We'll see. Um, it would be better, honestly, in my opinion. I think Aho is a good six-seven guy, but um, a regular all the time. I don't know. He's he's good, but it might be better if we can get push him out for someone a little more experienced, a little a little more talented. Um, and then Pelic's been on the, on the LTIR. We'll see how long that lasts, but he's gonna be out for a while. It seems like with his injury, the hip, lower body injury. We don't know. You know, who knows what it is. But uh, doesn't didn't sound too good when uh, when he went down to heap uh, a few games back. So uh, that's pretty much Isles in a nutshell. A uh, bit of enigma. If they had a uh, one, or if they had not blown about half of the eleven games they've blown this year in the third period, they would be right up there with the Rangers right now. Maybe maybe a point or two back. So kind of hard to understand how this team is uh, doing well. But uh, they're they're talented, but they just need they need a coach that can just be consistent. So hopefully uh, Lane figures it out. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't buy it. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Yeah. Now this is the wrong Bill. Oh boy, you guys are gonna love this question. Okay. Yay. What was the nickname of the 1970s Philadelphia Flyers? 
Fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. The fuck the Flyers, obviously, right? Yes. Fucking douchebags is can is that name for them, but not the. They're talking about what was the 1970s nickname for them? The The Broad the Broad Street Dildos. Uh, Oh. I was going to go to the Broad Street Bubbles, like that. but you know, that was pretty good. Oh, wow. This is very, Nick, we're on the same page. I love it. Was it the, the Broad Street Bananas? Because they were really bananas, those guys. Pretty now, fitting you'd say um, that. You guys are pretty close, surprisingly. But... Oh, um, the South Side Dildos. Ah, uh, that wasn't the part you were close on. The uh, East no, Side dildos. dildos. No, dild- it's not actually there. While they the North dildos. Side dildos, we're all in agreement that they're dildos, but that was not the nickname. Was the it West Side dildos? They're not dildos from any direction. I think the, they- the new dildos, kind of like New Brunswick, the new dildos. Uh, I just want to let every. I want to let everybody know. I wasn't correct. This is, but... this is foreshadowing, but all right. Um, dildos, a lot of dildo talk. Oh boy, this is it's a record for dildo talk. Um, oh, we are the, not done. The Bayside Bullies. Oh, oh no! How about the Bayside Tigers? No. What's Bayside? Bill no. has no idea. Yeah, no. so zip. He's so out of zip. Nope. <laughs> All right. Whoever knows what that reference is at friends underscore rivals tomorrow. Give us uh, what you think that reference is from the Bayside sure, Tigers. Was it the cheesesteak fatsos? Oh, I love yeah. it. No, sir. I can go for a cheesesteak right now, though. Mm. Is there like any famous streets? In Philadelphia, yeah, um, South Street is pretty famous, pretty popular. Is oh, it? About... Uh, oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. Go ahead. Is it the uh, the Rocky Statue Fatsos? My God, oh, no, you're close, but no. Was it the Rocky Balboas? No, no. The Hadrians. Oh. <laughs> No, the the, uh, yep. the Apollo Creeds. No, sir. No, not Apollo. Uh, oh, how about the Tommy Guns? Mm. I don't know who Tommy Gun is. Is it the Clubber Langs? How do you not know who Tommy Guns is? Is that one of the sequels to Rocky? Oh, it was Rocky. Well, it was Rocky Five. Five yeah. Okay. <laughs> I tried to find a more obscure one, but I couldn't. <laughs> Uh, no, it really had nothing to do with Rocky, actually. I think oh. they got this nickname before Rocky might have even came out. So. Okay. Um, oh. oh, really? Oh, how about the Independence Halls? Uh, no, no. How about Rocky? Wait, oh, okay. Was it the uh, the Liberty Bell Bullies? Oh, nice. Ooh, no. Uh, damn it, Bill. How about the Paul Revere Rides Through the Night Bullies? What I Paul? Think, Re- I don't think he that wrote. Paul Revere wrote was not Philadelphia. Who gives yeah, a shit? Who cares? <laughs> was it the Boston Tea Party Bullies? <laughs> Why are we going to Boston? The second worst Paul, city in the fucking. Paul Revere. Paul Revere. What, you, I was thinking. You, what are you talking about? You love fucking Boston. Um. Uh, yeah. Hard on for Boston. 
Who gives a no, shit? Ah, uh, how about yeah. no? I like that too. These are a lot of these are nicknames that I like, by the way, but they're they're just not correct. Uh Bill, are you are gonna you are gonna you are gonna laugh tomorrow, Bill. If he listens, you, if he you, listens, you, if you my listens. friend, are if gonna laugh tomorrow. Um, uh, is, it the, is it the is it the 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 gritties? No, is it the gritties. No, sir. How about the um? Do you want the, multiple the Philadelphia choices? Phillies? Yeah, give us the fucking multiple choice. Okay. Some Broad Street Bullies. Hey. <laughs> yeah. The Broad Street Bullies. Oh my God. B. <laughs> uh, this is a joke for just Tom and I. You guys will get it tomorrow. Trust me. B, the Orange Crush. Oh. C, the Dirty Birds, or D, the Flying Aces. Flying assholes? Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Was it the? How about the flying bullies? I nope. Wasn't one of the choices. Nope. Oh man. Well, I you know since I yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> is the Broad Street bullies by chance? It is. Nick, oh, I can't the, believe uh, Nick got it. Nick, oh, I can't yeah, believe wow. Nick I never. I don't know it. if I've never ever heard of that before. Yeah, never uh, heard unbelievable! Yeah. How, it's unbelievable how Nick. Got it. Well, Not people. once, but twice I think he got it. Twice he got it. And now it, it's supposed to be time for impressions with Nick, but apparently we're going to be playing the game before and after with Nick. Fucking great. Was That's what the category is called when they do this on Wheel of Fortune, before and after. Here we go. Oh. We got the name. There you go. Yeah, listen, if it's good for Pat Sajak, it's good for us. And I mean Pat Sajak, not the, the guy who used to play for the Devils, but the oh, guy the who hosts Wheel Pat of Fortune. Sajak. Oh, the real yeah. Pat Sajak. All right, so recap, we're, we're doing a game where before and after, it's conjoining two different words into one's going to be a hockey player or hockey coach or some hockey, something to do with hockey and something else random. But they're going to combine it into one word here All hopefully right. with spectacular clues this week oh really i think i did right. some pretty good ones this week so let's okay see. Uh, you ready? I, I mean i'm waiting for i'm i'm billy this is all you i can't do this but sure all right all right you ready yep religious wrestler rocking a 70s stash who was a religious wrestler brother love probably not brother love a religious wrestler yeah, I think of this one a little bit on the that that part. Yeah. It's not what you think. No. Religious wrestler. Religious wrestler. What was the rest of it? Religious wrestler. Rocking a 70s stash. Hmm. Who had a good mustache? What was the Bert, character Bert religious? No. Character wasn't religious. Oh, good. So it's the real name of the wrestler. It's the not made up name. Oh, goody. That's the name of the wrestler. What uh what were the, the brothers Christian Tro- and Troy Terry and Hogan? Huh? What were they, Bill? Edge and Christian. E- Edge and Christian. I think there's some famous wrestlers that were Hulk Hogan. Rowdy Andre Roddy Piper. 
later. Randy Macho Man Savage. Steve Austin. The, the Rock. Rock. Kurt Angle. Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. You said Johnson? it before. The Rock. Before. The Rock. Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. Steve Austin Matthews. Steve Austin uh, Matthews. I I never would have said religious. Oh, religious Austin three sixteen. Is that what you were going for? Three sixteen. Yep. Uh, Come on. Okay. Next. All right. All right. Hank Hill's favorite saying while playing on the blue line. Who's Hank Hill? He's Is that King of the Hill? Fucking nuts. Yeah. I don't know King of the Hill. I don't know. Nobody knows King I, of the Hill. Yeah, I'm not. We're not up this part on that King of the Hill there, Nick. So what was the what was the second part of that? Oh, you guys aren't gonna get this at Matt, all. Matt Matt groaning. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Why, why don't you just why don't you move on up? Why don't you just move Next! on down the line? All right. Hank Hill's favorite saying while playing on the blue line. And what That's what the... is Hank Hill's favorite saying first? Damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby Orr. There you go. Thanks. Okay. Next. There we go. All right. Lightning strikes when taking a, a picture. Lightning strikes while take, taking a picture. picture. That'd be a Chinese name, right? Picture taken. No. Hmm. It is the second name a famous photographer? Nope. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky Fuji. <laughs> I'm trying. Like the film? Good job, Bill. I I, I really like your enthusiasm for this segment. Nick uh, Cannon cameras. Oh, that's pretty pretty good, but no, that's not uh, Nick Cannon's not who's, a who's Nick Cannon? He's a talk show host or a game show host or a singer or he married Mariah Carey for a little while there. Oh, uh, is he the one with all the babies? Yes. Oh, that guy. Think of a think of a current player. Um, is there any Nikons or Olympics? Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Braden point and shoot? Yeah! Oh, oh, good one. So good. Good yeah, one. you guys, my, my back's starting to hurt because I'm starting to carry y'all again. Damn. Nick, Nick, that was a good one. I, I do you. like that one. That was a good one. All right. Michael Jackson's favorite Canadian. Uh, Corey Feldman. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Is Macaulay? No, he's American. He's not Canadian. Billy Jean King. He was a tennis player. Not really. What? What are you, what are you doing this for? I, that was it. That's all. That's all I know. Is that that her name? His name? Her name? Her name? Right? Her name? His name? Billy Jean. Uh, Jean. Give it. Was a hockey player named Jean. Yeah, Jean. Right. Hi, Jean. Riller Gretzky. Um, Jean. Jean uh, Upshaw. No, Jean Upshaw. That was a baseball player. Uh, Hi, Gene. <laughs> Just Billy, you're gonna laugh at this. I can't wait till you listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> this one might be a little bit of a stretch of the name, but it's same spelling. Billy Jean. Billy Jean Bellevue. There you go. Uh, Jean Bellevue. Jean Billy Jean Bellevue. Yeah. All right. A couple few more. North Pole's greatest defenseman. Santa Claus, Chris Kringle Jones, <laughs> um, Elf, Elf, something. North Pole's uh, favorite defenseman, greatest Saint, defenseman, Saint Nick greatest Kiprios, defense. Saint Nick Lidstrom, Saint Nick Lidstrom. There you yeah, go, well buddy. Done. 
<clears throat> now my back's starting to hurt. Yeah, yeah. All no, right. we're even. We're even two two. Bill, anytime you want to play. Two right. to two to what? Uh, uh <laughs> check. All right. So check as in check mullets. So check this like check this vodka. Check mullets taste like licorice. So Yarmir Jager something. I mean Yarmir Jagermeister. Yeah, there you go. I helped that time. See, yeah, you uh, didn't get it. Give him a, it's a half a point each. Well, uh, no, 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 bullshit. He gets a quarter of a point. Yarmir Yager. Everybody knew it was Yarmir Yager. Something. Uh, Bay Area <laughs> bad movie. Oh, uh, shit. What was that movie, Steve? Main Street or something like that. State Maine. Uh, what, that wasn't, what, what is State that, that was Maine. a good movie. That was a horrible movie. You just oh don't God. understand. It was almost as bad as the Paul Bearer. If you went back um, and watched it, you would like it. Trust me. Uh, I I tried and no, you didn't. I didn't. I didn't. All right, sorry, uh, Nick. You have to do uh, that again. It's a Bay, Bay Area, Area bad movie. Is it the Shan Jose? Yeah. Does it have to do with the Shan Jose Sharks? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love that movie. Um, Shan Jose Jaws three. Because Jaws three was bad. Uh San Jose Bay Area bad. San Jose Sharknado. Oh, Billy got it. Oh, Bill gets He's up to one point two five. You got one in two episodes oh. and you're yapping oh, and you're yapping. You got one in two episodes and you're talking shit. Well done, boys. Well done. I'm, that, I'm was that, it? that was it. That's it tonight. That's it tonight. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. We, rocked we made it. it through. Wow. I didn't want to do too many because I was afraid you guys. Oh, would, uh... it's much appreciated. Trust me. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty disappointed. You guys never watched like King of the Hill. Yeah, yeah. the whole segment on our favorite cartoons. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even watch it much. Did. I don't think I anybody named King of the Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Nick had King of the Hill. I think it was an honorable mention. No, I did not. It was not a favorite show. Definitely not. Wow, shocking. All right, let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Uh. Sponsored by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Well, I'm here. We're saving calories. Well, I'm here. We all look so lean. Well, here we enjoy Coke Zero. But sacrifice flavor, no. This one's going to bring us to the year of our Lord, 2018. Please go to October 31st of 2018. So, Rocktober. 10 as we like to call it. Uh, first of all, a uh, very special day. This is the day Brianna, one of our nieces, was born. She's a Halloween baby. Uh, more than one word. 
breakfast was a tasty cake and a 20 ounce Coca-Cola zero sugar. Is that one package of tasty cakes or yeah, one tasty three. cake no, the that three. you bit around the edges like a psychopath? The the three pack, which I did bite around the edges like a psychopath, probably, according to you. Uh, morning snack was a mini Kit Kat. Morning Lunch. snack? Right. Morning snack? Wow. Morning snack. What the hell? Lunch. Some people have fruit. But, no, I mean, no. Kit Kat. It was, you know, Halloween. It's Easter can. It's it's yeah. Halloween. How uh, stupid of yeah, Halloween. Lunch was a slice of pepperoni and a slice of white with a Coca-Cola zero sugar 20 ounce. Uh, mid-afternoon snack was a mini Twix. Again, wow. a little bit more Halloween candy. And uh, dinner was picked up on the way to the hospital to go see the new baby. Uh, Panera, half Caesar salad, half steak panini with a 20 ounce Coca-Cola, zero sugar. Tom, why did you pick Wednesday, October 31st in the year 2018? You didn't have to shit on a New York City street, did you, from eating that Caesar salad? No, it's the smaller You're one. Good? It's oh, the smaller phew. one from, from Panera. You're uh, pretty safe. It's it's the bigger one that Thank God. got intestinal problems. He gets picked on. That's hilarious. Why'd you pick the fucking day, asshole? I, I mean, I can't believe it. Listen, this day is, yeah. is a magical day on multiple of reasons, but this was the day a Florida man was arrested for throwing a dildo at the Bills game. Oh, that's right. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo penile system <laughs> isn't messing around. Uh, they're going right after dildo throwers at the Buffalo Bills games, and they're clearly going to make an example of Florida man, alleged, uh, dildo thrower Michael Abdullah, uh, who was shackled and walked in uh, in front of a judge on Tuesday to answer charges that he threw a dildo onto the turf at Ralph Wilson Stadium during Monday night's game against the New England Patriots. Uh, here's the twist you've been waiting for. Michael Abdullah is a Florida man. According to his Facebook page, Michael is a construction worker who has ties to the New York, uh, has ties to New York, hence his ties to the Bills, and a trip to Buffalo. While I can't locate any uh, any pics of Mike in a Bills gear, he clear he's clearly Bills Mafia, hashtag Bills Mafia, and uh, living for the cause. According to a local TV report, Jeff Slauson, uh, the court slapped a $250 cash bail uh, on Mike, um, who is due back in courts on December 4th. Uh, the judge said if he hires an attorney, he does not need to personally return to court. Sounds like a night in the clink was enough punishment for the court here. So if you throw a dildo on the field in Buffalo, you're only going to have to spend a night in jail. That's what happened October 31st of 2018. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with this shit? It's so disgusting. So did Josh Allen come or what? <laughs> uh, it, it's it not gone. clear here, Bill. Not clear here, Bill. Was he, he wasn't on the team yet, was he? I believe he was. Oh yeah, he, I I think he was. You okay. guys want to see him? Um, I I mean Not I know Josh Bills. You want... 
I know Bill's Mafia is a thing. I know they like to go through tables. Does anybody know the 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 history of? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, there you go. There's there's Mike. There's Mike. Yeah, I know where he got the dildo from. Um, does anybody want to know? He's wearing one of those hats with the beer things on the side and the straw. <laughs> Why did he throw a dildo on the field? Is that something yeah. that the Bills fans do? Don't know. It was just maybe he thought it was just maybe he thought it was just going to be funny. Huh. He's paying sure. the price, man. What a night in jail and two hundred fifty dollars in cash. Two hundred fifty dollar bail. That wasn't the fine. That uh, wasn't the final penalty. Uh, a two hundred fifty dollar cash bail on Mike or a thousand dollars bond. So, uh, right. I'm assuming he paid the cash. But it didn't say this. This was updated in 2020, so there's still got to be some sort of penalty. Uh, Maybe he can never go to Ralph Waldo Emerson Stadium again. No, no, it's Ralph Wilson Stadium. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so I was wrong, by the way. That that story was worth our time. Yeah. <laughs> um, that the Rangers' third jersey. It's not their stadium series jersey, or at least I don't think so. And if it is, it's very confusing because it's not on the 10-game list. There is an Islander game in there, but I read the date yeah. wrong, and it's it's a it's a date in, in, yeah. in March. I mean, it didn't make sense. Usually the third jersey and the stadium series jersey are completely different. Yeah. So either it's one or the other. Yeah, but they had a third jersey. In the past three years, they did the reverse retro thing. Then last year, they had a third jersey, and then this year, they have a different third jersey. It's third jersey's just it just one year. I mean, it makes sense. Soccer. Well, so so in the English Premier League. So the Devils aren't going to wear the jersey jersey this year. No, they they wear they're wearing the jersey. The jersey. Islanders the Islanders just wore the same third jersey they had last year. But I'm saying it makes sense because there are leagues where jerseys get changed every year. Hmm. So maybe it's going to be a trend of third jerseys changing every year if. The team believes that the market could justify, you know, investing in a new jersey each season. Yeah, if they choose to, you know, you don't have to. You can stick with the same third jersey year after year. I guess the Islanders thought that the third jersey from last year was good enough. enough. They thought it was great. Yeah, they always change it. And maybe every two years they'll change. They definitely change every two years. But um, I, now, I guess since we haven't seen the jerseys, no, the, not even a leak. Looking at the like the logo for the stadium series, it's it really highlights the red and green. It's kind of like neonish. Do you guys think it'll be like to go out there with some like wacky jerseys that just kind of like are you don't think so? No, I don't, I don't know, know, man. Well, so for the stadium season for the stadium series back when they did it at Yankee Stadium, I don't remember what the Islander jersey was. I'm sure it wasn't all that different than what their normal jersey is. That was when they did the 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 NY. That was that's when they, they unveiled. That, that was the first. That's yeah, when they yeah, first yeah. did the NY. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the Rangers just had New York across and different. And there was a lot of. Colors. There was more silver in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what it looks like now. And that was the yeah, first. Was that, that was that the first year yeah. the Devils did the Christmas one when they bring it back, or did they do it? Before yeah, no. Then? That was the first. That was the first incarnation of it coming back. 
By the way, the, the NY is the most lazy logo I you can ever look at. If you have, they might you as well it, just gone with an NY was, interlocking like the Yankees and the Mets. I mean, they yeah, might as well just not. It. Not to say that the New York across the diagonally was any better than the Rangers. They were extremely lazy in these jersey designs, and for something like as big as that, you figure they have like a real good jersey. So I'm not really hopeful. Well, I'm, I do and. I'm not hopeful because this is the last year of Adidas. So I wouldn't imagine anybody at Adidas really cared to put much effort into uh, thinking outside the box and, and coming right. up with something intuitive. Yeah, right. but they didn't go to like Fanatics to design these? No, they probably stuck with Adidas. They probably kept it all in-house? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the teams are fucked this year. I'm surprised it hasn't leaked yet all this time. Any they can't hint. just wear the third jerseys. They can't, right? No, they're blue, blue on blue. You can't do that. Although no. Billy would love that, they 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 can't do that. You got to have something different. Yes, they, of course they will because they want you to buy something. Yeah, there, yeah, you know. So that game is what I think February seventeenth. The Devils game is seventeenth. Is a Saturday, February eighteenth. So mid January, you got to have it out by mid January. Yeah, right? I thought yeah. They, in stores. I, it's got to be in stores by mid January. Really thought they would have had had it before Christmas for all four teams. It's very odd. Well, nobody gives a shit about the Flyers' third jersey. Or oh, fuck, the, fuck, fuck the, the Flyers. Flyers. Fuck, fuck the Flyers. Not even oh, people in Philadelphia give a shit about the Flyers. That's true. All right. Well, next week is our last show of the year, of the calendar year 2023. We can have Drunk Steve. Quite Are you committing? Are you committing? Are you committing? Tune in to see. What a fucking teaser. Ah, uh, that's going to do it for us. Don't forget to uh, Twitter at or Twix, whatever the fuck it is, at friends underscore arrivals is our Twitter or Twix handle. Jeez, I can't get that right. Uh, go on to, uh, no one goes on fucking, just turn on notifications so you never miss our podcast. Billy, go ahead and say something, Woody. Sticking with our dildo theme, I got a question for you guys. What do you get when you cross Kadarius Tony and a bag of dildos? I don't know, Bill. What do you get when you cross Kadarius Tony and a bag of dildos? A stupid bag of dildos. Whoa. Wow. That joke is offsides. I should be asleep.